It's time to go beyond the scores. Tell me a little bit about how your week went here at the Deutsche Bank Championship. And hear from the players themselves. You know, this is a game of confidence. Well, the first season was really tough. I can't believe the quality of the play that's going on over there. It's PGA one-on-one on Goldie Bounce Golf. Here's Liza Churchill. This week's PGA Tour stop, San Antonio, Texas, for the Valero Texas Open. We're talking to PGA Tour professional Ricky Barnes, calling in from the Lone Star State after finishing up his second round at TPC San Antonio. Welcome, Ricky. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a little windy out there today, blowing upwards of 30 miles per hour. Yeah, it was blowing pretty good. It was, uh, it was a battle. I think the scoring average, you know, went up three strokes just today, and I think they moved the tee boxes up about. 500 total yards so that kind of explains it right there that it was playing pretty tough and you know probably a three or four club win at some points well under those conditions you managed to shoot a 200 par 70 today uh four birdies tell me a little bit about your round uh just playing solid golf really um you know i knew it was going to be a tough long day um not a lot of people were shooting birdies out there and the course wasn't giving up much really and you know i went into it uh, i felt like i've been playing well hitting the ball well and i controlled my ball really well today you know i was able to you know judge be good uh, my distances were very good and it pretty much showed that you know by my score i think i had uh i shot 200 what did i shoot 200 today so i had uh three birdies and a bogey no four birdies and two bogeys and you know kind of did it where I was just leaving myself if I was in trouble you know only about two and three foot per putt. Hopefully the wind will die down tomorrow um, there's some steep bunkers out there on that course as well. Yeah you know it's a it's a pretty penalizing golf course if you're not hitting fairways and greens uh, the bunkers are very deep not only around the greens but in the fairways and uh, and if you miss that you know you're in the junk so uh, it's, it's very imperative that you keep it in between the uh, in between the bunkers off the tee. Did you use a lot of iron shots today i know that it was hard for uh trajectory with the wind yeah you know my my iron shots on the part threes were pretty good you know it's pretty much pin high on the green gave myself a you know a good chance at either birding or give myself an easy two putt and, and that's what i did when i was in the fairway too just hit a lot of you know solid iron shots in into the wind and down and downwind which made it uh a lot of stress uh with the short game today so all in all do you like the uh greg norman designed at&t oaks course it's a pretty good golf course you know i i'm not sure that the course was designed to have you know 25 to 35 mile per hour wind that we had today <laughs> um but uh, it's a pretty good golf course i think they did a great job by overseeding it this year you know i'm not too sure after uh, this is my first year i didn't play here last year but i I'm not too sure if uh, I'd like, maybe if they didn't overseed, but for them overseeding, uh, getting a little rough out there, um, the course is in great shape and uh, look for a good weekend. Definitely. What was going on with Kevin Na out there yesterday, shooting an 80 and taking the 16 strokes on the par four number nine? Yeah, that was Just a, a bad day. Yeah, that was a little much. Um, you know, I, I think Kevin got to a point where, you know, he was gonna, he knew he was going to make probably an eight or a nine and then, you know, just kept it going. And I, I don't, I know the final count was 16. I don't know. I think there was an unplayable or two in there. I think there was a whiff or two in there. And, um, you know, you don't wish that upon anybody. And a 16, you know, that's a, <laughs> who knows if that record will ever get broken? I can't, I can't imagine. Have you ever been close to shooting a high score? Uh, anything like that in competition? Uh, no, we've all had a high number. You know, obviously you try to limit them, but like I said, once he got in there, I think he was pretty determined to get out. 
you know, I think if it was him having a chance to make a double bogey or triple bogey, he would have done it. But I think he had gone, I guess, up into the high numbers that he didn't really care. While we're on that subject, what do you think of being mic'd during competition? Would you ever get mic'd like they're doing for the Golf Channel? I'm not sure if I knew it would be coming out of my mouth. You know, they need a filter <laughs> on my mic. So you're coming off a major, the Masters, battling Augusta National, tying for 20th. Now, I've heard it said many times this week that post-Masters is sort of a letdown. How are you holding up? I feel good. You know, I, I didn't play the week before Augusta. I actually haven't played that many tournaments leading up until Augusta or San Antonio. So I'm happy to, you know, be feeling healthy again, uh, playing well. And, you know, it's not too much of a letdown for me because, uh, you know, sometimes people play two or three tournaments, play the Masters or the first major of the year, and then decide to take a week or two off, and it is a letdown. But for me, you know, that was the first week after taking a week off. So I'm looking forward to not only the rest of this week and, you know, a couple more weeks ahead of me. The Masters is steeped in such tradition, and uh, some of the finest competition you're going to get out there on tour You've been fortunate enough to play in the event three times, and uh, some never get to compete on the hallowed grounds of Augusta. How do you feel about that? You know, it's a uh, you know. Unfortunately, I fell shy this year from getting an automatic cheer to play better golf to to earn my spot again back there next year. But you know, it's a special place. It's a place that you want to be in each and every year because of means that you did something well either multiple times or the year before and you know hopefully three times isn't isn't my number that i've played in there you know hopefully it's 13 to 20 times or maybe i'll win one of these years but i love that you know i love the course love the tradition that's a great tournament it's a small field and uh you know not too many better tournaments that you all ever played in your life and you know i know my first time there was a you know childhood dream come true in 2003 as u.s amateur champ you finished up low amateur tied 21st there actually beating Tiger Woods by seven strokes in your first round. That must have been pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, at the time, if you were to tell me that, I told you I'd probably been leading the tournament by seven shots, too. <laughs> you know, in 03, you know, Tiger was beating everyone. Um, number one in the world by a pretty good margin. Um, and, you know, what better player to play your, you know, first major in and first Masters in than Tiger Woods, you know. I go down in history as the best ever. And for me, you know, I was 21 at the time, and, Tiger was probably 28, I think, or something like that, and it was great. You know, you get the experience, and I was able to take it all in, and fortunately, I played pretty well, too. Well, last week, Tiger gave us a glimpse of Christmas past when he was making a Sunday charge at Augusta. Did you think that he could have pulled off another win? You know, it turned out he needed an unbelievable round because of what some of the other guys did. But, you know, I actually, you know, I've been really curious if he would have, I think, the, if he would have parred 12 and eagled 15, you know, I think if he could have posted that 12 under or 11, you know, I'd be curious to see what the other guys would have done. You know, he obviously he came up a little bit short and wasn't able to post the, post the number that was going to earn him the victory. But, uh, gosh, I mean, anytime you go out and shoot 500 on the front night of Augusta on Sunday, you know, I'd be pretty hard-pressed if, you know, your name was Tiger Woods that someone was counting you out that you had a chance to win the golf tournament. 2010 U.S. Amateur Champ Peter Uline hails from New Bedford, Mass., which is in our area, the Boston area. Did you happen to chat with him at the Masters, or have you spoken to him? I wasn't. I actually know he was decent buddies with Ricky Fowler and uh, someone else from Oklahoma State. So I know they played a lot of uh, practice rounds together. They played the Part 3 contest together, and I, I wasn't able to. I just Our tee times were kind of opposite, and practice rounds as well. 
you know, and Tuesday was so windy out of Augusta that not many people were out there practicing anyway. So I would love to meet him and say hello, but unfortunately I wasn't able to. In your opinion, what happened to Rory during his final round? Maybe the pressure got to him? Uh, I think I'm just saying there's got to be pressure. You know, he was self-admitted with that. You know, I, I, I wasn't really sure about his choice of clubs hitting the driver up number 10, although I think he had been hitting that all week. I just don't know how much of an advantage you do get off of hitting it. You know, I think at the end of the day, he just compounded a few problems with another problem, and in this game, that's when it kind of bites you. And, you know, you get, it's, a, it's a game where you have to take your medicine, move on, and like you said, then there was a little bit of pressure, and then he pressed a little bit, and, you know, I think before he knew it, you know, he was behind the eight ball and, and uh, you know, was trying to knock in all the balls with, you know, with one shot, so... Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, I, I like Rory. He's a good kid. You know, like he said, he's gonna he's gonna have many other chances to win and compete in majors and other tournaments. But you know, you don't wish that upon anybody. Um, you know, I think a little bit of pressure um, and and just trying to force things. You know, I think got to him. And at the end of the day, it can happen to anybody. And you know, unfortunately, it got him at the Masters on the biggest stage of golf. He's sure got some swagger, though. I believe he's co-leading the uh, Maybank uh, Malaysian Open right now. Oh, is he? Well, there you yeah. go. It's take him long to get back. So I think that uh, the European tour, the guys seem to have more camaraderie. I don't know. They, maybe they're just more vocal about it. You know, those guys are good about it, and they, they are. They're, they're very honest. They speak their mind probably a lot more than the Americans. And, um, you know, he confronted it. I thought that was great. And he'll move on. Like he said, you know, he's going to going to do a lot more good things for the king from the best, and I think we'll see him here in uh, three weeks in Charlotte. You faced some back issues earlier this season. You pulled out of the Bob Hope Classic. Is your back feeling better? Yeah, it's getting much better. I was finally able about 10 weeks ago to get a cortisone shot to the spot, take down the inflammation, and like I said, I'm happy to be back out uh, rehabbing and playing out here on the PGA Tour. It's a lot more fun than sitting at home on the couch doing nothing what type of regimen are you doing to, you know, strengthen and, and heal your back? Uh, just a lot of rehab, you know, just, uh, you know, icing a lot, stretches, staying loose, working the glutes, just, you know, just a lot of rehab stuff. And, and uh, ice has been a good friend of mine. You know, you, you ice it, keep down the inflammation, and not overdo it. You know, I've, I've been known to work out a lot and not really sit still. And a guy always on the move that i got to realize i got to, relax every once in a while, lay on the couch, put a nice pack on the back, and watch some TV. You don't seem to be a big Twitter guy. You know, everyone's into the social media. The Europeans are huge Twitter guys. Do you think that you may tweet a little more? Uh, I've been, I've been <laughs> trying to, but I don't know. I, I probably need to do a in-between me and some of the Euros to, to get kind of a consistent feel of it. But, you know, I don't... It's hard. I guess, it's... I guess, yeah, I guess everyone doesn't need to know where I am at every moment of every day. And I think some of those guys think that some people do need to know where they are at every moment of every day. So I like a little privacy in my life. But, you know, if I see something funny or if I'm doing something fun, you know, I'll kind of let my fans and friends let, let, let them know what I'm doing. For those who may not know, Ricky's handle is at Real Ricky Barnes. That's right. Are you planning to visit New England to defend your title at the CVS Caramark Charity Classic in Rhode Island coming up in June? Yeah, I think uh, I think JB and myself are going to get invited back. Hopefully a little repeat action of what we did last <laughs> year there. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing everyone, uh, I think, getting in that Sunday night right after the U.S. Open and hopefully uh, maybe have a trophy with us. 
That event is really um, low-key. Yeah, great event. They do a great job for a good cause, uh, good support. Uh, like I said, I'd love to be back there you know, each and every year. Chubby Chandler should get Christina Kim to come out and play. <laughs> I think that everyone would be everyone would be swinging from their heels if she came. <laughs> That's right. Pretty wild. But uh, next week, are you looking forward to the Heritage in South Carolina? You finished tied for fifth there in 2010. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, two days left here in, in Texas, and I'd love to have a good weekend here, take care of some business, and you know, maybe sneak up to the top uh, heading into the Sunday and give myself a chance to win the PGA Tour event. Um, but uh, good memories of Hilton Head last year. Um, I know they're still looking for a sponsor, so uh, hopefully they'll get that taken care of. But a uh, great area, good fans, good people, good golf course, and uh, definitely looking forward to getting back uh, to that event as well. Ricky, I really appreciate you calling in, and uh, best of luck this weekend. All right, thanks, Liza. Have a good night. You're listening to Goldie Bounce Golf Live on 95.9 WATD.